Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy, and uh, we're going into the danger zone for this particular episode of the podcast. Um, you, you thought that I, I was a wrestling fan that I lived so far north in Scotland. No, no, we're going further. I'm joined by the current Combat League Wrestling House Champion, Connor Rose. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. I'm, I'm very excited. Like I was saying just before we, we hit record, I haven't spoken to any of the Caithness guys yet. It's, it seems to have... I, I've spoken to guys that have been there, like uh, your Robbie Wisharts and your Glenn Dunbars, your Brody Adlers and uh, Dylan Hendrys, but never actually one of you guys <laughs> from, yeah. from up there. So it was nice. It's nice to, to, to finally hear more about further north. Because um, I think a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers as well, maybe think uh, that the wrestling ends central belt and there's nothing after that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, a lot of people tend to think that, but um, no, we are uh, we're as as north as you can get almost. So um, we're going to Lorkby Shetland, but yeah, it's a uh, it's um, a nice wee place up here. So um, we like what we've got on that. So it's good. So we'll fire in with the same question as we ask everyone for their first time, which is nice and simple. How did you get into pro wrestling? So what was the moment? What was the thing you watched? How did you get hooked on to this weird thing of wrestling? Um, so I was thinking about it. I think um, I got into wrestling when I was younger, like pretty much everyone like, tells you, um, back when it was uh, at I think, um I think it was in around the time of Kane's debut, so which was at King of the Ring 99, I think, was it? Uh, um, 98 was it? Was it? No, uh, no, no, was it? Oh, no, now, now, 97. Bad, <laughs> bad blood. Of, it was bad blood, 97. Bad, bad blood, that's it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, so I got in the bit then, I think. I'd watched bits before, but um, I'd really not given it time or effort to perfectly honest with you. Um, I uh, just got hooked uh, straight off from, from that particular show. I don't know what it was um, that didn't captivate my attention beforehand, but. Um, I think it was just the the show itself. Obviously, Kane debuting was like a crazy scene back in the day, and um, just on the card, just really pulled me in. But that was probably my first um, time I really got into wrestling, and from that, I watched. I think through to oh, must have been about two thousand and two, maybe slightly later. Um, back when it became uncool to watch when you were a teenager, and. Uh, he couldn't like a wrestling and um, it was frowned upon. But um, no, I, I, I kind of zoned out then. Um, I didn't watch, didn't keep up with it. Um, I think I heard bits, obviously, you've seen um, some headlines over like Sky News or, or other like um, reporting government bodies and stuff like that. So it was, I kept seeing bits like that, but nothing, nothing drastic. So, um, I think really then I didn't get back into it till uh, I want to say WrestleMania 29 um, was that when I can't remember what close to that year or was it a year after um, uh, he think, wrestled. Yeah, I think was 29, 29 was was what, was it twice in a lifetime was 29. Was it 29 oh, was well it, two, two years then 27 then. So when Rock hosted, that's I don't know why. I mean. Um, Rock's probably my favourite wrestler of all time. Um, I just think everything he did was fantastic. And um, his card was just, you know, it was like no one else. Um, and when he I heard he was hosting, I was like, oh, I really liked Rock when I was younger. So I'll see what happens, see if he gets involved. And I watched the WrestleMania show and 
I, I just I, I fell in love with it all over again. Um, it was um, I don't know I don't know what it was that just captivated my eye again, and that was just I got into it all over again. So uh, I started watching regularly. I was watching Raw and SmackDown every week, um, religiously. Uh, got into NXT a couple of years later. Um, and it just became a huge part of my life again. Um, but yeah, it was it was just really uh, I was just what all my friends were watching at the time, and um, it was just the the big thing at the time when you were um, eight, nine, or however old I was back then. So, but yeah, that That's was a, bad, bad blood. You always end up in two camps round about that time. Like you're saying, it was it was not cool to watch wrestling round about two thousand two onwards, and you either become the guy that that. That if you meet someone who also likes wrestling, who admits it, you have all these questions to ask about it, or you become the guy who is at the party who's the guy who likes the wrestling. Yeah, it was me. Basically, basically <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, it got to like a 14, 15 year old, and it was frowned upon in social circles. It's like, don't watch your wrestling stuff, do you? It's like, no. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just kind of my trend. I kind of got into it and then it's quickly almost got out. But um, I'm kind of gutted because I've I've watched obviously stuff since then that was on in that kind of hiatus period. I, I didn't watch it. And I missed some incredible, incredible stuff. So um, uh, it's just uh, a shame I didn't watch it at the time because I probably enjoyed it a lot more than having it all spoiled. And oh, you've got to go watch this. It was amazing if you'd been watching it at the time, and uh, you would have gotten obviously a much better uh, reaction to it. So, but yeah, that was that was how I really got into wrestling. So. Must have been weird when you're going from what, 2002 and then going back to WrestleMania 27, and you've seen guys like The Undertaker, and you must yeah. be going, or, or Kane, even more importantly, Kane, because Kane's a totally different character than he was in 2002. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, so you said the The Rock was your your guy again. This is these camps things. There's, there's The Rock and there's Austin. You're either The Rock or yeah. your Austin guy. Uh, um, absolutely, um, and. Uh, don't get me wrong, I, I did I did like Austin just as much, but there was just something about um I don't know what it was about Rock. It's just his characteristics, um how how confident he was and um you know he just wasn't afraid to be a good guy or a, a bad guy. Whereas to be honest, okay, you did get Austin's turn um at nineteen, I think. Was it uh, seven was it seventeen or seventeen? Seventeen. Yeah. Um at, like that was really the first time we've seen a heel stone cold. So I think because Rock played both characters so early on, I think I kind of gravitated to him more. Um, and as I said, like everyone wanted to be Stone Cold um, secretly. Um, now more so in uh, work in existence, um, I, I would love to go in and, <laughs> and uh, be at my boss. But obviously, I, you know, we don't get all that joys. But uh, it was, I don't know, I just gravitated more to Rock. Um, I think they're both incredible performers. And I mean, if you've, watched WrestleMania, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about Stone Cold still to the stake and um still go to a degree. So um yeah, I, I would um I'd love to see Stone Cold Rock one more time, but I think um we'll leave it as it is and um leave it in the past. <laughs> leave, leave the memories alone. But no, um, I have I've I've always said it on one other podcast, but um I was well we're in Scotland, so if you want to watch WrestleMania live, you're up at at uh, all hours, and uh, at this point we would have been we'd have been half four in the morning, I think, when when Austin's music hit. And, yeah. Oh man, I've I I put a tweet out saying that I I was twelve years old when he had his last match, 
and I'm 31 and I was sitting there goosebumps yeah. and just amazed and the fact that that he uh this is a very tangent sidebar for a moment but um yeah it was the fact that he was like he looked a bit old he looked a bit oh it's a bit slow and then he got suplexed on concrete and then he became stone cold steve austin dead um and he just got into his, his zone then and like he took him up on a, a ramp on like a quad bike and he just thought this is he just slipped back in 2002 stone cold when you know when he was at his not his worst but like as in where he just did what he wanted and didn't care, you know. He was just like, ah, I'll do this. Why not? Um, but no, he, he, yeah, he did look physically older. But I mean, nineteen years ago. So um, if I look that good at age, then um, I'd take it now. So uh, yeah, it was. I was in two minds on uh, Saturday night when I watched it. Well, it was actually Sunday morning. Sorry, the time I actually watched it, but um, course, yeah. <laughs> it was it was nostalgic, very nostalgic. But then I kind of. I got that kind of show Michael's feel like, oh, do I want, do I actually want to see us? Do I, do I don't want to just leave a memory in the past and that he can come out and do, you know, he can stunner someone or, um, you know, have a spot with someone, but do I actually want to see a Stone Cold Steve Austin match in 2022? Um, and to be honest, by end of the match, I was like, yes, I totally did because KO's a fantastic performer and he covered it really well. And like, obviously what Stone Cold couldn't do Physically, probably they, they covered really well, and I thought it was really well done. And as you say, the the suplex in the concrete floor was just like you would never have seen it coming. If you said they're going to have a, a match, you would never have said Stone Cold's going to bump on concrete by suplex. Absolutely, would never have believed it. It was a beautiful night, uh, or morning, as you're saying, as you as yeah. you're saying, uh, the morning, and then Monday morning did it all over again because. That's what wrestling fans do. Um, Absolutely. That's what we do. Is, is it a bit of a weird thing about, like, you get... So when you last saw Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling, of course, same as myself, you were a kid, you were a child, you were uh, just a fan of, of just watching wrestling. And then, like you say, you're watching that going in two minds whether you want to see it or not. But from a wrestler kind of mindset, was there was there a part you just, just like, thinking... Like I think you actually said it. It's like if if I get to fifty, wherever you're years old, yeah. and I'm I'm still willing to to do that, then yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, from from a, a performer's point of view, um, not that I actually class myself as one because we're just his own little unique bubble up here, and like I think I always find it weird when people say, "Oh, you do that, do you?" And I'm like. I just think it's a hobby to me more that some of the guys like um you know Lucha and all, they, they're doing it as like almost a second job, some of them. So um but from from my point of view as a worker, I suppose, um I was yeah, again, I was at two like same two idea, two frames of mind of I don't know if I want to see him do this because I don't want him to get hurt, I don't want him to ruin things like the the tag match with Sean and Triple H against the brothers instruction in um Australia, I think it was. It was horrific um i i didn't like i wish i could unsee it um but as it got into things and as the match went on i was kind of more at ease with um they did stuff that was safe and um i didn't think at any point other than obviously one suplex um i didn't think oh you know that looked like you know that's gonna hurt in the morning or uh, anything like that so i was quite happy with it and um yeah, again, I, I'm glad. If, as I said, if I could do it at his age, then I, I totally would. Um, I suppose it's different for them. You know, they're 
mega superstars and you know everyone knows who they are and he kind of said himself you know in his his interview at the start on the KO show he's like oh I, I could have my last match in my home state you know and why wouldn't you you know it's if you could go out on top headlining Wrestlemania in your own state then you know here he, he's got his own goals and ambitions so fair play to him and I was I ended up Quite delighted that we got to see one more. Um, hopefully, it's just one more. Yeah, I, I would take. I would take a stunner. <laughs> I would take a stunner every couple of years. No bother. But I'm quite yeah. happy for that to be his last match because yeah. I'm. I'm in total agreement with you with the, with the tag team match. I think it was Saudi actually. Um, but it was. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't worth bringing Sean out no. for. Uh, anyway, no, let's speak I, about Connor Rose because this, yeah. this is what the podcast is about. Um, so, of course, like you're saying, you're, you're in your own little bubble up there in the in the. It's weird for me saying the north because usually I just classify where I am in the north. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but one thing before we get any further, if you get paid, you're a professional wrestler. That's that's how yeah. Joe Henry says. Yeah. If you get paid for a match, you are a professional wrestler. So totally agree. And just, this, this I, hobby stuff. <laughs> I just find it weird still till I stay. You know, it's, I think oh God, seven or eight years. I think I've been doing this now, and I still till I stay think. I'm not actually a wrestler. I just pretend to do it once every so often. But no, I, I do. I, I take great pride in what I do. Um, don't get me wrong. I sound like I'm just kind of glossing over it a bit. But there's there's guys that, you know, half the time I've been in the industry, if you want to call it that, um, have wrestled countless times more than me. Um, and I'm under no illusion that it's all as it will be for me is up here. So um, I don't I don't mind it at all. I, 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 say, I like what I've got and you know, I've got a full-time job at the end of the day. I go in and do that. So it's, um, we've got our own little unique bubble, um, our own promotion and that. It's, it's, it works great for us. We get to do what we want to do. Live that dream, as everyone says. Um, you know, if you'd asked me when I was 12, 13 years old, if I'm 32, I'd be wrestling in front of a crowd and, and flowers or a whip. I'd be like, no, don't be silly. <laughs> Never do something like that. So, um no, it's it's I, I take great pride in what I do, but um I always I don't know, um it's just probably me as a person. I always I try not to take myself too seriously. Um I uh, I just to say the guys that come up, they're wrestlers to me, they they do way more than me and um as you say, I do get paid and and, and all that jazz, but um it just it, it still hasn't seemed real, still doesn't seem real to me, um, even after seven, eight years still. So. Who knows, well, maybe in a couple of years time, it'll all sink in and go, yeah, okay, maybe I am. So, so let's go back down seven, eight years. Um, what was your experience then with, with the Scottish wrestling scene? Because at that point, what we're looking at, 2014-ish, so mm. that would have been the, the ICW Insane Fight Club documentary which came out round about that year. Um, yeah. And that's when the kind of really Scottish wrestling started to properly boom. So yeah. were you aware of, I mean, I don't know what would have been up, Round about area, WCL maybe came down oh. once. Um, I think W3L used to come up. I don't know if they promoted it as W3L. Um, I do remember um, it being billed as like just American style wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but it, like I, I never got to go to it. I always it was always a Saturday morning, and I always worked, so um, I never ever got a chance to go see it. But it was always it's never names I remember. It was always I think. American characters that they were playing, so I don't remember who it was, but I think it could have been 
if it wasn't W3L, it could have been someone similar to them uh, at a time. But to be honest, my experience with Scottish Wrestling Network then was, to be perfectly honest, almost null and void. I, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know we seen at all. Um, I mean, I'd only kind of really just gotten back into wrestling as a whole myself. So, um, I mean, I knew a new promotion named. I knew a few names. Ed. I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't know anyone, but... Um, I was never really into independent wrestling at all. Um, watched them all and discussed, to be honest, because um, I know some fantastic guys and girls now, um, and I've seen some stuff they've done. And yeah, again, it's it's a disservice to myself as a fan uh, in the day that I should go and watch stuff, I guess, and enjoy. And I've been lucky to have involved in a few things further south and um, experienced a few bits and bobs at, out with that capacity too. So. Um, I do try and go to things now if it's, lo- if it's a bit more local. Um, last, was it last time? Oh, Christ. Um, I did get invited along to a W3L show a couple of years ago, um, pre-COVID. Um, went along and supported them and, you know, kept that kind of, you know, they come up and, you know, we're not interested in territories and nonsense like that. It's, you know, if you want to come up and put on a show, fine, you know, be our guest. It's it's just what we kind of like to promote up here, which will try and be different. Um, and probably say a lot uh, over the next wee while, but um, we try to be different, try not to be like anyone else. Um, and that'll come into when we talk about the combat itself later on. But um, no, I, I honestly didn't know much of this sports scene when I initially kind of got back into wrestling, to be honest. So how did you find out that, that uh, at the time it was being case in S Pro Wrestling? Uh, how did you find out about them? So I I actually knew they existed um, for a number of reasons. Um, I had um, uh, a couple of people I knew from school. Um, a couple of my pals they were they were involved with at a time. Um, I never got into it because initially they always trained on a a Tuesday morning slash afternoon. So yeah, again with work working Monday to Friday most of the time couldn't couldn't attend. So. I kind of didn't really chase that, if that makes sense. Um, I went to a couple of the shows, the first, the, the very first shows um, where they used to train um, just a handful of people, just to give them experience to work in a crowd. So it was very, um, I suppose, similar to a sh- sort of showcase show where they just kind of stick things out and see how it works. Um, and um, I went to that and I was like, oh, I was, I think, I said to myself, I would like to do it, but I couldn't see myself doing it. Um, I was actually, like, I'm quite, like, a shy person, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't stand up in front of a crowd and do what I do now. If you'd asked me nine years ago, I would never have done it. Um, but, like, since I've kind of got into wrestling, so they actually opened up school on a Sunday then um, as well. So I started to go along purely for a... I suppose, till, um, kind of like find out a bit more about it, see how it worked, you know, get to know the ins and outs of things. More from an interest point of view, I never had any interest in performing whatsoever. And I made that very clear when I first joined. I was like, I'm, you won't have me <laughs> in that ring performing in front of anyone, 100%. Um, and I went along on Sunday, I started training and um, I kind of, you know, 
started getting, uh, I quite like this, this is pretty good. Um, I've got a buzz and then I uh, got asked to ref and I was kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this. Um, still, you know, don't like the idea, but um, I kind of just, it all went all right in the night. Um, I really enjoyed my time as a ref and I was like, I loved it. So I kind of got this, um, actually needed to be scratched um, and I just got a, a week and a taste of what it would be like to be a performer and stand in front of people and do do that kind of stuff so I kind of took a dive into deep end and and went for it so and then the rest of the is it's history so um, yeah they just they were just a small promotion there was only uh, six people when I first joined um, and it was just a I'll see where see where it goes and and I say here we are. So um that's kind of how I got involved with I time Keithness for wrestling. So um you kind of mentioned that you started off and you weren't interested at all, but was there as a part of that once you hit that first bump, was there any was there any like little spark at that point then thinking I can, I can um, do that again, maybe? I like I, I had no problems. Like I, I enjoyed doing the training aspect of it. I enjoyed learning. Right. It was there was the there was actual people bit that you it, weren't. It so. was the performing in front of people that just it to be honest freaked me out a little bit. Um I hated school plays, I hated standing in front of a class in English reading, you know, whatever from whatever books. But uh I, yeah, I just I just didn't like it. I I I was just not a confident person. Um but through my time in wrestling between Learning how to do things, my confidence, and ability for one, um, really helped me along. But the the refing really helped me. If I, if I don't, if I, if I had not done refing, I don't think I would. I don't think I would have done it. I think it was enough exposure to the the live audience aspect of it, and gave me kind of the confidence that yeah, I can, I can, I can have a crack at it. I can see how it goes. You know, I might, I might not be any good at it, but I'll give it a go. So. I did, and to be honest, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, it's immensely helped me in my personal life um, between just being more confident and um, just willing to put myself in situations I wouldn't have done before in the past. Um, so it's really helped me along as a person. Um, refereeing is is an unsung art as well. I mean, like I said, per- perfect for, for someone who's not confident being in front of a crowd, because you shouldn't notice a referee. That's the point. You, you don't notice yeah. a referee until you need until you need to. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's a nice little boost. So you tr- did the refereeing, all good. You know, you've worn the stripes. You've now got the bug to actually uh, try some of the wrestling yourself. Um, yeah. It's very difficult for me to find information on Gaithness Pro Wrestling. To be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, because I yeah. took the results. I think I started taking the results in 2016, uh, which conveniently. Is when Cage Match started taking their stuff, so clearly they got it from me. So, uh, so 2015, sorry. So I, I don't have a lot of information when it comes to like uh, your first matches. I do have some notes of opponents. I'm definitely going to touch upon and we'll speak okay. about. But what are your yeah. memories of your first match? Uh, terrible. <laughs> I was uh, so I had one disaster before we even started. Um, I'd ordered gear and it didn't arrive in time. I had to run till the local Tesco, buy the typical black um, black trousers, black vest top, and just go out in that. That's all I had. Um, 
have bet on a gear coming. It just just didn't arrive. It arrived the Monday after. It's just typical. Um, so that was the first disaster. Then, uh, so it was actually in Wick was my first show. So I was literally just around the corner from my house. Um, it was I was nerve really nervous. Um, I think I just spewed before I went out. Um, <laughs> and. I just wound myself up. I, I got in my head. I was like, I don't I think I've made a big mistake. It's fear. It kind of it just all came upon me at once. And I was just really nervous, to be honest. Um, I went out and it was a guy called Big Bob at the time. So seven, he's not seven, but he's, he's tall, very tall. So I should have been looking up to him the whole time. Instead, I was head down, looking at him at the whole way around. Didn't look up at him. Crowd work was horrendous, and um, yeah, it was it was one for a one for history books, but not not for all the right reasons, unfortunately. But to be fair, I walked out of it and I was like, I've done it. That's that's my one. You know, we're all allowed a bad match from time to time, but I uh, yeah, I looked upon that match and I was like, I'm never ever gonna have a match like that again. If I do that, I'm out. But. Uh, no, it was it was like I enjoyed the match. Don't be wrong, I enjoyed working with um, Big Bob at the time, and uh, it just drove me on to really improve and progress from there. Um, at that time, I think I'd only kind of really been I met it to myself about a year and a half before that. I'd actually wanted to do it, so I, you know, when I was in learning the basics and all the maneuvers and stuff, I didn't really apply myself in the right manner. Um, because I didn't think I'd ever do it. I was just like, I'm here to have fun. And, you know, that's that. And I didn't really, like, I picked up really bad habits, stuff like that. But I like to think now my work's much better. So um, it's um, it's been a big turnaround from, from, from that first match. Um, so when it comes to the gear then, do you think that that played a part of why it was late? Uh, I don't know who, who you ordered it from, but um, that almost like lackadaisical approach of going, that's fine, I'll order it. It'll be here in a week, no bother. Yeah, uh, I, I did order it in plenty of time. It was just, it just didn't arrive. I think I ordered it from, I, I don't know who it was. It was a random, it wasn't like, you know, Vic Stitch or someone like that. It was a total random person. I think it was got eBay or something stupid like that. Because that, yet again, I was like, I might not, this might be a one and done kind of idea because I might go, oh God, that, that went horrible and I never want to do that again. So, you know, I didn't think well out, to be honest. And, um, it's it's a regret of mine to, to this day because now now I look back and go that, that, that was silly I should have just done it but um, no I ordered it and I think in fact it wasn't air kind of it got in my head a little bit because it's such a small detail but you want to look you want to look part you want to look good for the crowd and you know you want to do good for for the promotion at the end of the day you know if you're if you're getting a, a paycheck at the end of the day then you want to be feel that you've earned it and be done your part to, to get it. So um, I think I got in my head too much and that was probably the problem I didn't fall in the evening. I mean, that's the thing, because when you come out, people aren't going to sit there and, and, I mean, unless your your gear's absolutely horrific, but um, no, there's nobody going to go, well, he, he his match was good, but he was wearing black black tights and black vests. I mean, I can't get behind a guy like that. Yeah. Um, the, the pulling up the, the shoulders thing's right. As someone who's watched wrestling long enough now, I can I can honestly tell when someone has their first couple of matches for that exact reason, yeah. because they don't pull their shoulders up. 
And as soon as they pull their shoulders up, they become a much better wrestler. I don't know yeah. how, but it is. It's just like you 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 get your chest out and your shoulders are up, and you're like, I can believe you now as a wrestler, but if you're like that, yeah. then I've I've I'm no chance of, of believing yeah. you've you got, do anything. You start to you start to look at part more than anything else, if not just like, like you're there for you're there for all the wrong reasons, if you wish. But um, no, it was it, it was just all nerves. I just was terrified, and um, I kind of I pushed to go to curtain and. I kind of had to react then, and that, that was how it went. So um, I said never again. So here we are. <laughs> that must be like so. What are your one of your first couple shows? Then I'm just looking at, at the results that we do have for Kness, and the first ones mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be fireworks, which was November 2015. So it must be around about not long after your debut. And the folk that are on this card, of course, there, there's there's your mainstays. You got your your La Chapmans. Um, ho- hopefully, we'll have an episode with them next um if, unless he's kind of busy and and yeah. this is again um you had your, your main stage with a lot of chapman your your eric arkham uh, and what have you and then you've got viper yeah on the, on the show which you know even in 2015 she was still the next and and to be honest viper was one of the, the few names i did know um I, like at a time she was on if she was not so sure she was a poster um and everyone kind of knew who she was and like, uh, as in my, my my knowledge of Scottish independent wrestling, is, still isn't the best, to be honest. I know a lot more than I do now, but it was, she was one of the names I knew, and, like, it felt a big deal. Like, no, no offence to anyone else that we've had up in the past, but it just felt like a big deal at a time. Um, it was um, strange to think, you know, and I look back now and I think, we had Viper on a show, and we, it wasn't just one or two. It was a couple of shows we had her on, and it it's a weird thing to think where she is now to, compared to where you know the 2015. You know, so, but yeah, she was a big deal at the time. She still is, but uh, it kind of I don't know it because I knew, and I felt like if I knew someone, you know, they were a big a big name. So, um, and that's I say no disrespect to anyone else. It's just my lack of knowledge. So. Um, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting show. Weird thing, being again so far up north. Of course, for anyone unaware, Viper is now wrestling on Raw as Dewdrop. Uh, so yeah, pretty big. Uh, but no, it's, yeah. it's saying things like um, like uh, I've seen so Rock and Wrestle did in Verness uh, for a bit, and uh, first couple of shows, one of them was I think their third show had Drew Galloway on it, um, and it was so weird just seeing Drew. On this, on this show in the in the uh, what was it, uh, rock and wrestle ironworks? It was at the ironworks. Ironworks, yeah. And uh, I was speaking to him uh, as you do. I was speaking to him after uh, during the the signing, and he was like, "I didn't know there was wrestling past Aberdeen because no. he just wrestled in Aberdeen. I think maybe the month before, and that was the only reason he yeah. knew there was wrestling there. <laughs> and it's just it, yeah, it's just madness to to have folk like like your Viper and and the and like your your Solars and that as well because they were quite. Mm-hmm. He was wrestling quite regularly in ICW and, and what have you at the time. So, um, your first big opponent, though. So you had your big bobs. You had your your mm-hmm. Solomons. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say it was poison. CPW poison. When you're in the ring with Robbie Wishart, uh, yeah, also known as Robbie Solar. For those that again, I'm educating you as we go along here, uh, listeners. Absolutely. Um, so you had a match with with Robbie Wishart, and of course, new gimmick for him. He, he take off the mask. He's now got the crown and. But he's yeah. still, he's still Robbie Wishart at the end of the day. He's, he's probably, probably one of the, an excellent wrestler. 
Um, did you absolutely. find that was your your first big test as a wrestler? Yeah, I, it was absolutely. Um, up until then, I would just worked people I knew on a personal level, um, guys I trained with on a weekly basis. Um, when I kind of got told, obviously, um, which had been up a few times before, so I, I knew who he was, obviously. Um, and we got on, and that, that was grand, but. It was yeah again. It was one of those things like okay, this is the next step on the journey um, to work someone and have a you know a match with someone that I don't train well on a regular basis or 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 know like I know well enough you know. But it was just one of those things in my head that was going over. It's like okay, I've got to you know go, but it's completely different. So it was a big, it was a learning curve for me, but it was definitely um, in my head. It was probably one of it, well, it's one of the biggest matches in my career purely because. Um, it was do or die. Um, at a point, it was you know step up the plate or you're pushed back down a little bit. And you know it was just things just clicked. Um, Wishart's an amazing uh, wrestler. He's um, certainly one of my favourite opponents I've I've faced, um, and I've got a lot of time from. Uh, he's helped me immensely um, with just feedback and, and um, just constructive criticism. It's really helped me. Um, change and, and evolve as a, a character and as a performer over the years. So um, I, I owe a lot to to him in particular. And another name that popped up when I was going through this was probably was I think it was the month month after uh, it, at last man standing. You end up facing uh, Glenn Dunbar. So as far yeah. as as experience goes, you're probably <laughs> going in in the ring with someone who's I would say oh. easily one of the most experienced wrestlers that, that's constantly wrestled. Uh, Absolutely. In Scotland, so for someone who who's going into it possibly like yourself with, with quite a limited knowledge of Scottish wrestling, then you're going mm-hmm. in with someone who's who's wrestled at that point probably just about everyone that was around at that time. Uh, and Glenn Dunbar, we see another one that was that another anxiety-ridden uh, day before. What was, was like uh, with him? It was, um, but with with Wester and with with Dunbar, they're they're really good. Um, they they know. They've done it before. It's not their first rodeo with people that are nervous. They, they tell you all the right things. And um, with Glenn, it was, yeah, again, I just felt it put my mind at ease straight off and just like reassured me. It's like, it's going to be all right. It's fine. You know, don't worry if, you, you know, if something doesn't go right or goes wrong, then we'll get rid of it. So I stopped to worry about things then a little bit. Um, I wasn't fully confident at the time. Um, but Confidence is at an all-time high at, at that point. So, um, yeah, again, uh, Glenn has is, is helped immensely. Um, still, to this day, does. Um, every time I speak to him, I feel I come away with some new bit of knowledge or an improvement here or there. So, uh, yeah, again, um, I can't thank the two of them enough for everything. It's not just for me personally. I can speak for like, most of the guys at um, CPW or CLW. Um, They've uh, they've really helped a lot of us along the way. Um, they know their stuff. They know um, what to say and what to do at the right times. So it's um, always a fun learning curve with both of them. So I mean, CPW as well. Uh, oh, Glenda, Glenda Bar sidebar uh, for for a second because he, he there's there's I can't remember who which episode it was, but there's always a story that goes around that that uh, before their first match, Glenn would turn to them and go, "Are you nervous?" And then they go, "Yeah," and he would just go, "Good," and then just leave. And walk out yep. walk out to the ring. I have I've been witness to this on several occasions. Um I think 
Um, as someone who has um, had the, the joy of um, both teaming with and being against, um, Glenn's just got this, it's just this cheeky attitude that comes in. And like you th- to other people, it sounds like, oh, it just winds me up if someone did that. But it doesn't, it has kind of more the opposite effect. It just makes you laugh and, and calm and chill out. I personally thought anyway, um, other people might tell you otherwise, but I thought it was just like, he just made it fun, made it just so like, put you so at ease instantly. It's like, you should be nervous. Like, I still feel nervous till I stay. Um, I think if you get too comfortable, comfortable and you're not nervous for a show, I think you're, I don't think you're in the right place. I think you should be nervous. You should be nervous for all the right reasons, not you know, you should be going in nervous, like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. You know, you should be just going in, like, I want to put a good show on. I should be, you know, concerned and nervous about that. But, yeah, he just, he made it such a relaxing um, experience. It was a, uh, it was really good, yeah. So I think CPW at this point is starting to get a little bit of steam. Of course, you've got your, your Vipers and that coming up. You've got guys coming up from, from uh, Air area, because uh, Bobby Roberts, yeah. of course, uh, who we'll, we'll yeah. get on to. Um, yeah, but like in 2017, CPW went to Kirkwall, so uh, Orkney, for sort of ferry yeah. away for for Absolutely. people. Um, what was uh-huh. what was it like getting? What was it like when you were told like we're going on a show in, in Kirkwall? Uh, we're um, for it. What was it? What was it like going? We're going to wrestle in Orkney. <laughs> it was, um, and actually, when the the idea was hatched, um, lads actually from from Orkney, um, his family's all from Orkney, so um, I know a lot of them personally, um, so it was, I was really excited because I thought, he's going to love every second of that, um, and I was like, it's somewhere new, like we'd done Thursday, we'd done Wick, so like I'd had the, I mean, Thursday and Wick's only 20 miles apart, um, everyone knows everyone, uh, regardless if you're Thursday or Wick, uh, and it was just a, I'm not going to know people in the audience for a change. You know, I'm not going to know. Well, I might know a couple of people. But I think, as I said, I know a few people, but the majority of people will be like, I don't know who these people are. I'm going to tell, you know, change my mindset, you know, approach it differently. And it was exciting because it was a trip away and it was a new experience. So um, Orkney is a, a great wee place, Kirkland in particular. It's uh, <laughs> full of characters. So um, it makes working very easily, uh, very easy to say, um, but it was an exciting time uh, to be involved in the company. Um, unfortunately, we've only, did, we've only did two, but I would love to go back. It's um, it's a great wee trip. It's just, it's so awkward. Um, you've got to get over the ferry, you've got a ring to transport, um, which doesn't make things easy, um, especially depending on your ring set up. But it was, like, we went over and, like, we did a wee bit of postering prior and pushed it on social media and we thought we get people, we get people and like we we booked this big like sports centre, um, you know, several basketball courts put together, curtained off obviously, but it was a huge venue for us. Like in Legion of Thursday where we do most of our stuff is you know, it's 180 capacity and that's it, you know, no more, no less. Um it's it's a it's a low roof building, you know, it's it's long and narrow. Um whereas this was like, what am I doing in <laughs> what am I doing in this place? This doesn't seem right. Have we gone to the wrong wrong building or something? But um we had I think about 
240, 250 people turn up and it was just, it was like, this is, this is huge. Like, this is, you know, we weren't building crowds like that at home, never mind going away somewhere. So it was, yeah, again, just an experience. Um, it's something I think a lot of people maybe, you know, you know, some people down south will have maybe different experiences than, than us up here, but it was a big deal for us, huge deal for us. Um, it kind of, it sunk in a wee bit that, you know, this is, you know, we're doing this and this is this is real and, you know, it's it's starting to take off a bit. So it was a nice, it was a nice surprise to turn up to such a large number of people. So, and the current show was, was excellent from start to finish. So, as I said, it was full of household names and a good mixture of, well, not local to them, but local enough. So it's good. I think, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it was that moment where you kind of stepped back a little bit when you saw the size of the place and the fact that you got just about twice as many uh, people in. Is it was that one? Was that a moment you were like, "Yeah, I'm a wrestler." You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know? it was. It was just as a bizarre. Um, it's just such a huge, like the Pecacoa Center and and Corpus is a huge, huge place. It's, like it's it's a big gym, it's a swim pool. It's got a dance hall. It's you know got performance areas. It's it's huge. It's a huge, huge building. It's a big, big place. So we walked in, you go, you're here, and we're like, hang on, wait, what? Um, but no, it was it was just one of those moments that you kind of went, yes, yeah, this, is, this is a real deal now. This is, you know, it's, excuse me, it's not the, you know, dingy halls or, you know, whatever we used to train in and stuff like that. It kind of it, it sunk in a bit, and it, it was it was nice feeling. It was um, reassuring that, you know, we're doing something right, obviously. If not, you know, we wouldn't be, still here so that leads us into probably your your biggest uh time in cpw at that point um of course connor rose became the cpw undisputed champion uh beating bobby roberts uh northern fights in wick uh so again just just around the corner from you and you get to win the big belt uh for kate ness pro wrestling what was what was like getting what was like uh Getting told that right, we're gonna we're gonna put the belt on you, and uh, and then from that point, winning it. Um, so interesting story. I didn't know until the morning off. Um, I there was a, a particular angle going into the show that I voice is maybe not the right word to use. I kind of said my point. Oh, I don't understand it as a fan. So why are we doing that? Um, no intentions on you know trying to say oh you should just do this instead it was just uh i didn't get it. so um we had a wee switch room saturday morning i was told i think obviously bobby was told and hey uh, who do we have our own referee at a time or do we have someone up i can't remember um but they obviously knew um but no one else knew so everyone in the back was oblivious to the, what was going to happen um I had, you know, a few family members in the crowd. I just played off that, you know, first big match. You know, nothing's going to happen, yada, yada, yada. And, yeah, we went out and we, we put a show on. And um, that moment, like, it still sits in my mind now. Um, it just, like, it sounds stupid to say it's, it's, it's an achievement and an accomplishment in itself, but it's more for me as a performer to say someone trusts me enough to be in this position for them and um it's it's not a reward as such it's 
it's it's satisfaction in your work that you know that someone trusts you enough to 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 be the face of the company if you wish um, and really go out there and, and really drive that on and and you want the you want to perform at that level so it's it's um it was a a really magical moment for me um it was just um as it unexpected but when it happened I was like it just felt like it was there for it was what five minutes or something turned into what felt like half an hour. It was just, you know, it's an experience I'll never forget. Um, as everyone thinks, it's you know, it's just a title or whatever else. But it was just um, kind of just someone saying you can do it and you should be where you are. So you know, put some of the faith in me, and and I'd like to think I'd repaid that. So um, yeah, it was a, a magical moment. Um, it's one I'll, I don't know forget. I think it's trust. That's that's what it is, and uh, mm-hmm. especially when, when you consider like the the previous like champions at that point would be obviously Bobby Roberts, who who would be coming up for mayor. Uh, Eric Arkham, of course, was was uh, involved with, with the running of the company. So it is. It's like they're putting trust into into established talent, well established talent um, that they had on their books, and, and yourself, um, though you've been there near the beginning. Uh, you, like you're saying, you're 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 a bit more of an unknown name outside of mm-hmm. Keith Pro Wrestling. So Absolutely. the fact that they put the belt on you, uh, that it, it means that if people are going to talk about CPW, they're going to talk about Connor Rose, and they're going to have yeah. to, they have to speak about him because he's he's the champ. Um, yeah. For you know, like Wesher and 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 Glenn DeBar and these kind of people were, and I can't think when Lucha came in about it, but he couldn't have been far off if he wasn't there by then. Uh, you know, like. Everyone knows these names. So, like, yeah, again, it was kind of like, why is it, you know, I like myself, why, why am I in that position? But as I said, I've always done something right and, and people thought that it was, a, it was the right thing to do at a time. So I can only thank for that. And um, I was forever grateful for the experience. So, when, when it came to, to being a champion, then, was there any, any kind of, because you as a wrestler, uh, whether you, you do it, Every couple of weekends or, or every day, uh, you, you you still study, you still watch some wrestling back, you still try and grab bits and pieces from from wrestlers. Was there any champion that you tried to kind of model yourself out of uh, out of uh, from? Um, yeah. uh, I don't think there was. Um, like obviously everyone's got their favourites and people they you know they look up to, and that I. I didn't. If I did, I didn't intentionally. Um, I don't think I did. Um, I tried to be my own person and and run with. I didn't. I try and emulate someone. Um, but if there was anything, um, it probably it's probably closest to rock or something like that. Um, I kind of just tried to be the the big. Well, maybe even John Cena to a degree. I suppose like you know the mate. The, massive baby face that you know everyone comes to see and stuff like that so I think what's in the big head of that's kind of I suppose the only kind of comparisons I would put myself in at a time but I tried I tried to make it more I tried to be myself more than anything else um, as it is um, imitations of you know a big form of flattery but it's um, you try and make it your own because at the end of the day you should Trying to be your own person. Well, we've spoken about like, your confidence and, and, and that 
throughout this. And when when you were with when you had the belt, was it kind of like a I don't know, like a a shield of confidence, so you could kind of hide any shyness behind it because because you're the you're the effing champ, you're the, yeah. you're the champion kind of thing. Did you find it um, even though there was a bit more pressure on you to perform uh, better because you're the guy holding the belt? Was was there was there was there a bit, did that get outweighed by the pride kind of thing? Going well, I'm the champion. I'm going to be confident. I've got to be confident kind of thing. Was how how did you I, find your run? I. Very short, but um, I think it was, it was looking one show, but still, uh, still, I think, yeah. What was it? One or two, I think it was two shows. I think we had a show in between that was thrown out, but um, regardless of its length, it's uh, it's as I said, it's it's not a it's a storytelling piece, to be honest. Um, it's uh, I think the the nod to get the championship really lit a fire under me. Uh, I can, uh, there's been People um, in particular, sometimes they get and they kind of come off a boil a little bit. They don't, you know, they feel they're, they're here now. They don't need to try as hard or or whatever. Um, I find it did the opposite for me. I think it, it made me more determined than ever to, to really go out and, and steal the show. Um, and, and again, not to, you know, undermine or outshine anyone else. You know, you've got to respect your place sometimes, but it really made me go, yeah, I want to be, when people go home tonight, I want them to talk about my match and, you know, what happened in that, for all the right reasons, obviously. But I think it, it really pushed me on. Um, it gave me a, yeah, I did get a good confidence from it. A big confidence boost, to be honest. Um, why not? Um, someone's shown, you know, put their absolute faith into you as a performer. So, um, but I think it really just, it, it galvanised me a bit. Um, it's like, yeah, you, you can 100% do this now um, there's no reason why you can't um, and that I should still be you know I should still be taking great pride in my work but I need to I need to push myself on I need to you know up it for next time so on so yeah it really yeah it really lit a fire is probably the best way I can describe it um, I really kind of just got on with things and um, tried to up my game from my last show and I tried to emulate every time since then I try and improve whether it's something small or something big you know it's a new move here or tying something up there um i always try and strive to improve every time so um it really kind of it really kind of pushed me in the right direction well i mean following that i think it must must have been following that that you ended up um making your debut for respect pro wrestling so this is this is where we're talking about uh your, your little bubble up in in Keith Ness and and that yeah. where 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 everyone knows everyone, and you occasionally get some some new faces in every so often. So now yeah. you're going down the other way. So you're you're the you're the visitor, uh, down, down in respect. Even though you're in the ring with with uh, Eric Arkham, so a very familiar opponent you had at the time. Uh, I think yeah. it was a little contest. I think the match ended in uh, from memory. Uh, yes, uh, you were right. I believe it was actually um, I actually got done just before that. Um, Bobby had a, it wasn't respect, it was just a night of wrestling. Um, and I think it was his old primary school at the time. We, we went down, so there was three of us got a nod to go down to that. Um, so that was like my first real taste of like the scene down here. Um, sorry, see down here, um, down south, just say. Um, and that was, I'm sure, sure just build it as a, a night of wrestling. 
Um, I think it might still be on YouTube, but I do remember there was a show we put up, I Night of Family think, Friendly Wrestling. Yeah, like yeah, it was actually, I had a match, I was, was it Kieran Kelly? Uh, I side with Kieran Kelly and I was against DCT and Craig Byers. Uh, I'm sure it was a match. Um, and uh, yeah, again, because we were such a small promotion, you know, tag wrestling was an odd thing for us because we didn't have you know enough numbers to really pull off tag matches to be perfectly honest especially in a training aspect it's like what is going on here this is like totally um bizarre to me but it, again um a big learning experience um just the the traveling aspect of it the you know we we came doing a night before um got in just got set up and then did the show and then we stayed overnight and then we went back. So it was, you know, it was a full weekend we were away for. And that's what happens when guys come up to us. You know, they come up Friday night or sometimes Saturday morning, but they're, you know, they don't get home till, you know, tea time Sunday, if not later, depending when they leave. So it kind of was a, a different experience. Um, I, like, yeah, again, enjoyable. Um, you know, I, I can only thank for, thank, thank for the experience I got um, from Bobby and, and that. So, yeah, again, it's, you know, let's be honest, back then, people had heard of CPW, but, you know, most people didn't know who we were, you know, for me, it was like, who is he again? You know, it's like, I suppose I went in, I went in until where, no expectations, um, I just didn't want to get, you know, nothing. I had to really think about how I was going to approach it, you know, get on a good side of folks dinner so um it was a when you've got your local crowd and, and when people know you it's different you know you, it's you could pick someone out and they'll they'll give you a cheer and then it's kind of like you know a mexican wave from there on it's you know you get someone going they're off but to try and engage with a, a completely alien crowd it's um it's a different experience but it, it went well and uh, even even in respect shows when it was you know Marcel and Eric, you know, the, the no DQ match, it was it was just a again experience. You're in around people you're not normally around, you get to see things you don't normally see, um, and you learn from them. So um, you know, I've I've met people at those shows that have never come up till, you know, CBW or CLW and it's, you know, all 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 good memories. So um yeah, it's 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 totally different though. Um a lot of the guys come up they you know they can't explain why we're so different because it's it's wrestling it's you know you go and do a show you do your moves you go home but we don't we just think it's normal for us up here but everyone says oh Keithness is different and I, I get it but I don't I don't understand it myself like I mean, you're, is... you're in it you're in the bubble so I suppose and it's, yeah. it's, it's it's just normal to you I've just noticed that you, when you mentioned that that there that because of the lack of numbers, really, that there wasn't that many tag matches. Mm-hmm. I've never noticed that before. And then I'm just going through I the matches that are on here, and I'm thinking, I can maybe see three tag matches in, in, in I, the time. I, 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 I honestly could probably tell you on one hand how many tag matches CPW had. Um, it was... We had plenty of multi-man matches and stuff like that, but I don't know why we never had tag matches. It was just kind of like, oh, we've never done these before, so... 
like obviously you you know how it works. You understand that as a as a worker and a, as a fan, you know you understand how they work. And mm-hmm. but it was just one of those things. Like I don't think I've ever wrestled a tag match before, and it, yeah, again, it was a big big learning experience. So, um, but just like how people plan things and go over things and stuff like that, it's it's just just different. Um, and you get to know like some of the guys we work with a lot. Um, you get to know how they work and how they tech stuff like that but when you see someone different it's like oh that's, that's different or um you know i wouldn't have seen it that way and you know you, you agree and disagree on a lot of things but um yeah it was yeah again you know every time something like that's happened it's always been a big learning curve because um we were such a, a new promotion at a time and you know growing numbers so it was just learn, 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 and absorb knowledge best I could. So we'll, we'll kind of wind down the, the CPW talk and then move on to, to um, Combat League. But, um, yeah. of course, they, they end up having their last show, I think, uh, mid-2019, ended 2019-ish, around about then. Um, yeah, but then... When you find out, though, that they were kind of wrap, wrapping up and, and closing, and this was maybe, I don't know if you knew anything about Combat League by that point, but um, were you just resigned to the fact that it's like, well, that's it. That's my that's my wrestling done. I'm, I'm um, are, you, are you pursuing anywhere else? No, I wasn't pursuing anywhere else. To be honest, um, as a as a northern boy yourself, you'll understand that there's quite a distance between you know it's a two hour drive from here to Inverness, so it's only hundred miles, but um, it's a long way to go. So as soon as you start thinking well, that's two hours to get air, um. You know, then you've got to get your rest away. So, you know, to go to Glasgow, it's five, six hour drive. So it's a long way to go. So I, I kind of, I never thought, to be honest, I never ever thought, oh, you know, I could, I could ever go somewhere else or whatever. So to a degree, um, we, we discussed the idea of, of combat um, prior to that, but it was still a bit unknown. Um, you know, it was an end of a chapter, you know, would it kick off? Would it, you know, would it, you know, make sense to people because it's such a a unique promotion in its own mind, its own set. Um, so we weren't sure how that was going to take off, and if it didn't work, then you know that, that could have been that could have been that. You know, twenty nineteen could have been the last of Connor Rose, and, and that was it. So, but yeah, we kind of knew a wee bit about combat in a, a grand scheme of things. Um, it's I say because it's such a small group. You know, there's very little we don't know to be honest. So um, it was it wasn't a oh, this is definitely last. But it, it you know when you change things, you know you've got a working formula and you think just stick with. It. So we took a gamble. We really did. Um, you know, like even the real setting combat is unique to to us. So, um, but I'm sure we'll talk about it a bit later. I guess I think that's pretty much well. Any lasting moment? What was your, I don't know, favorite matches or moments that you had at, at, at Keith Ness uh, to kind of finish off the the CPW stuff? Uh, um, I mean, I noticed that when we were talking about tag matches. Of course, your final run was was part of Contagion with uh, Eric Arkham and uh, was it Eric Arkham at that point? No, wasn't it? it was Corvin Cameron. Uh, Corvin Cameron and Reaver. Um, yeah, that was your tag team experience, kind of getting ramped yeah. up there. Uh, but no, what was yeah. your what was your favorite um, couple moments that you, that you had? Um, I think um, that come to mind, um, if I could pick three, um, it would probably be 
Um, the match at Poison against uh, Wishart, um, it was a big turning point in my career. Um, that was where that was what changed. That it was, you know, a point in that show. It was like it's going to go one or two ways, and thankfully for me, it was the right way, and I got that kind of push from it there, and it went on from there. But um, it was a great match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Wishart was a great opponent. Um, and then obviously when they try it for the first time, uh, just it solidifies that in your mind that yeah, I, I could do this now I'm here. Um and then finally, um probably I had a bit of a grudge match against Lad as well. Um you know, we've been pals for for twenty eight years. So you know as long as I've been on the planet so um, you know we just got a chemistry that's you know, we just know each, you know I know where he is at all times you know I don't need to look and I just know where he is um, I suppose you kind of get when you know you get brothers talking about you know I just know where he is you know he's planning and stuff like that so it's kind of like a um, it's just yeah again a, a match that sticks it in my head um, like there's obviously there's loads of other moments but if I had to pick a couple that's probably it um, they just stick it a bit more than some other ones so so yeah, combat league then. Uh, that's, that's that's where we'll go. Actually, no, we'll we'll ask our, our couple of silly questions. Then we'll go into combat league, like as a little break. Um, okay. So I don't know if you listened to any of previous podcasts at all that I've done, uh, but we asked two questions that are just okay. stupid. Uh, the first one being, what's your favorite dinosaur? Oh, jeez, uh, Stegosaurus. That's fine. I like everyone. Like everyone takes a little extra time to think about it. It's a dinosaur. I mean. Just, yeah, I, I love it. I love this question. That's why. We jumped to what I pick. <laughs> and the other one is uh, what would win in a fight? Two sheep or one cow? Oh, I don't know. Um, there's some, some vicious sheep up here, so I'd say two sheep. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I think that's a north thing because I picked sheep as well when this question came yeah. out. Because I, as I say, everyone, like, when you move, the further you get down south, the more cow seems to pop up. But no, no. We, 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 I think sheep outnumber us at this point up in the north. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and we've got a couple of questions on on the Twitter, which I'll, I'll get a few of them in there as well. Uh, we've got James okay. Dow. Um, huh. I'm, I'm assuming you know him because it's a very personal question. Yeah. But he's put, yeah, uh, yes, I do. Yeah, uh, he just asks, uh, can can you ask if you enjoyed my engagement party and if he regrets not picking right said Fred as his entrance theme? Um, so yes, uh, James, I did enjoy your engagement party. Um, even though you did forget your neighbours' names, you tried to introduce us. Um, and uh, I didn't pick Rice and Fred because it was perfect for you. So I just couldn't touch that, James. Sorry. Uh, I mean, if you're going to pick a right said Fred theme, it's deeply dippy, isn't it? That's the one you Absolutely. go with. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Send a And uh, we've also got uh, Harry Candelad. Apologise if I put yeah. your name there. Uh, nice yeah. one question. Without your glasses, is it true you look like Danger Mouse? Um, so there's, there's everyone's I, vision for the rest of the, the episode. Oh, I don't know if I can answer that one, Harry. I, I, I think you know the answers a lot on yourself, so uh, we'll leave that one for a bit of mystery for So yeah, you have to watch the video version, and uh, then you can you can comment and say yeah or nay. Absolutely, you make, make your own mind up. <laughs> Um, so, so we've got a couple other ones, but they're more combat league related. So we'll we'll okay. ask them when we do that. But uh, yeah, so combat league, as you said, there's, there's rules. It's it's a promotion that has 
more rules than than most. Um, was was there any? Did you have any input on on what to include? Was there any? Because like you say it's quite a small unit, that, a small group of you that everyone knows everything kind of thing. What were you able to throw in some ideas for Combat League? Yeah, um, we again had a. If I remember right, we had a, a discussion uh, one training session, just like what could we do to to make it unique. So, um, we had an idea that we wanted to really take in some like old British rules. That was kind of a basis of combat, if you like. Um, but then it was like, why don't we just make take a bit of everything? You know, like have some American, some have. Mexican have some Japanese stuff, so we kind of discussed that. Um, it was kind of just a you know, I wouldn't say I had any direct input until um, any particular rules or that, but we had a, a definite discussion about what we'd like to see. So I think we kind of just agree, all agreed on that we should just take a little bit of everything and, and see how it works. So, um, surprisingly, it works kind of well. Um, if you think of it, you've got you know, um, you've got a 20 count. From outside from Japan, you've got the tag rules. I think from Mexico, where you leave the ring, your 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 uh, your partners in. Um, you've got public warnings from the old British style, and then obviously you've got your your kind of more traditional America stuff for your race and a, a bit in between. But it somehow works, and and like to be honest, like with no disrespect to our our crowds up here, they're not they're not wrestling. You know, they're not wrestling-minded fans. Some of them are, don't be wrong, but majority of people come along, you know, it's something on in the county. Um, they know some people, and you know, it's good entertainment. That's where they come from. They don't come and, you know, you put a technical match on, it's, you know, could be fantastic, but, you know, you, you clothesline someone or scoop slam them, you'll get a bigger pop than any kind of fancy submissions or anything like that. So we can have to... Adjust so our crowd is less. So, but you know, yeah, you know, you know what crowds love most though in wrestling, counting. They love counting. Good love twenty count. count. Oh, they're, they're all over it. Good, give yeah, ten punch do. in the corner. Done. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, we've got plenty of that. So, um, we cater to all needs. Um, so, so yeah, combat league. The the houses were divided. I don't have a note of which house you were in on the first time round because I. I, I was I'm Wolf terrible. as well. Wolf is the only team that actually stayed the same from the initial first show pre-COVID to um, after COVID. They're the only house that stayed the same members-wise. Everyone else changed slightly or completely. So you just met, you, you mentioned where I was going to go on to next then. So, of course, yep, house, the houses were, were organised. Did you get a show in before pandemic? I think maybe it was one show. Was we there? did. We got... It was January just before pandemic kicked in. That was we finished up. So that would have been what 2020. So yeah, last year was 2019 a CPW um end of January, which is rumble season for, for us up here as well as most of other places. Um so we thought it was a great time to reset. We did our first combat league wrestling show. Um and then um the world went to pot and we closed the ring down for for what felt like forever so we did manage to get one show in and that was yeah again that was a big concern oh, oh we just rebranded we couldn't affect the worst time you know it would be better if we just not start anything but um 
yeah, it was a it's a crazy time to be alive. So that's the worst thing as well, because like you say, you branded. You also do season tickets as well. So folk yeah. were buying tickets for for the five shows across the year, and none of them, only one had happened, and yeah, pretty yeah. much anything that could have went wrong at that point, it just popped up. And went, oh yeah, no, yeah. How did it you really find didn't. the pandemic though? So I, I don't, as someone who who works a full time job as well, was were you were you frontline? Would you have to work? Did you have to actually see some of these these people uh, in the uh, world, or were you quite were you locked in a room like like, like I I still am? <laughs> I, I was locked in a room for um, I think nine weeks. Um, I, I work in um, kitchen manufacturing. Um, All right. And, yeah. uh, it was Can't do that. No, unfortunately, I couldn't do that at home. So yeah, I got I got the nine nine week treatment, um, and then when they kind of let the first wave of people go back to like non essential or what they deemed as frontline um, services, they tried to open up certain sectors, and we were only first sector to go back. And to be honest, I couldn't wait to go back to work, which is a statement I didn't think I'd ever stay in my life. Um, uh, like I like like um, I just bought a house prior to lockdown as well so I just you know, moved it on and all that sort of jazz so that was all new to me as well and then throw in you, know, you can't go see anyone for nine weeks it was just it was torture I I thought I was quite happy in my own company and stuff like that but I found out that um, I am believe it or not quite a social person so um, I found it really hard um, I learned a lot of myself in those nine weeks so um, I was not not recommend it. I would not recommend doing it again. So, so thank goodness we're seem to be at the, the other end now. Absolutely agree that you do. Le- you do learn a lot about yourself during this. I mean, like I said, I've I've been working from home since since the start March twenty twenty, and I've yeah. learned that I don't like people. That seems to what I've I've because <laughs> I like working from home, and it it seems to be every couple every month maybe two two three months I'll get restless and we've got to like go to Aberdeen for a night or go to Inverness for a night. Yeah. I need to get out of I need to get out of Elgin for just twenty four hours. That'll do me. And then that resets it. I'm quite happy. And then I get to do this because this is my social time. This is the time I yeah, get to speak to people. And the best thing is is once we're finished speaking, there's no awkward bit at the end. We end the call yeah. and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's the it's amazing. It's totally unsociable and uh, it's it's probably not healthy, but you know, I've recorded 100, over 150 episodes of, of podcasts of some description. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's more sociable than I have been prior to 2020. Well, so. uh, it's, it's whatever, <laughs> you know, like we all did Zoom calls and the quizzes and everything else over lockdown and whatnot. So um, we can all, I'll, I'll relate to that. So it's whatever sociable, as they say. So if, um, if doing podcasts with um, idiots like me, then make you happy, then. Good play. <laughs> uh, that's because I'm an idiot. That, that helps. It, it's it's oh, kindred spirits. Um, how do you <laughs> how do you find yourself kept kept occupied then in uh, wrestling wise even? Because um, I know for well, myself, I ended up watching pretty much all the the pay per views. I, I guess I maybe missed one in the last two years. I'm, I've kind of got the streak a streak going for WWE anyway. Yeah. Uh, were you able to? Did you kind of put it to the back of your mind, think I don't want to watch it because it'll make me miss it more, or uh, were you? Did you force yourself? To watch any of these Thunderdome shows, I was, I was exactly in that frame of mind. Funnily enough, um, I, I was, do I watch this? Do I not? Because um, at a time, I was really enjoying my wrestling. I was really enjoying what I was doing. Um, but if, like, generally, 
I think up until maybe two or three shows before Casey Nice Pro Wrestling finished, I was still like super nervous and didn't relax at all. Until it was done, I was, you know, wired to moon um couldn't relax. So that kind of last three shows and then the first combat league was the first ones I really kind of relaxed and really enjoyed myself. Um so I was scared in case I watched and I was like, oh, I, I really miss this. Um because we had no we had no idea how, you know, when anything would open back up, um, where we train and stuff is, you know, it's it's not a lock up or anything like that. It's, it's a, a village hall. So like would that open back up, you know, would we get access to it? You know, we all these questions we didn't know and in the end I bit a bullet and I just I just tuned in and watched like everyone else and oddly enough enjoyed a vast amount of what WWE put on Thunderdome life. It was very odd initially. Um bit like watching football when there was no fans. It was just like you hear and experience different things. It was like I can hear, you know, like you know, coaches talking to players and stuff like that. That was weird. But like the wrestling, it was different. It was no noise. You could hear, you know, slams in the ring much different. And it was just I thought it was so bizarre. Um but I I think they did really well to be honest. Um it's stuff they put on and you know, given the circumstances, you know, I don't think anyone would have expected anything you know, better than what they put on to be honest. It was Entertaining and kept us all sane. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did the Thunderdome uh, so often, but it was, it was just, yeah, you're right. It was, it was just so weird. Um, I don't know if it's because I had to watch it on a, a laptop or I have to watch it on the screen. Whereas normally I would just get the network on and just chill on a chair on a, a big sofa or something like that. It was, it was very weird. But like you're saying, it, it, it's, it's probably as good as it could be, and they, they made the most yeah. of it as well. I, I, I suppose Drew. Uh, mentioned again, uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre uh, made the most of it because he had like the brawls with Sheamus throughout the Thunderdome and stuff like that. I was ace. yeah, um, absolutely. Good stuff was done from it. Uh, was there ever? Did you ever have a thought when you started watching it again, going, "Well, if I mean, if we can be safe, would you would you do?" I mean, cause, I don't know. Combat League and and Keith S Pro didn't really put much stuff up on on YouTube, but if it was ever floated to do a closed door show to go onto YouTube, would you? I think, I think I think I would have definitely considered it. Um, yeah, again, it'd be an odd, an odd experience, you know. Um, thank you, know, thankfully, throughout my my uh, wrestling career, I've, I've had a, a fortunate luck of wrestling in front of quite steady crowds and you know noisy crowds as well. So we don't have to worry too much about stuff like that. But I think at a time, um, given mindsets and just the urge to get back and do it um, I probably would have but there was never we never ever discussed it because as I said we just didn't know where we could you know if we, don't, if we had our own place you know we could have absolutely yeah uh, you know, okay so do we just you know mimic everyone else that's kind of came out of woodwork and started to do that kind of thing you know um, like ICW certainly did a lot of stuff um, not behind closed doors but you know like they did kind of same idea as WWE and put stuff on. Um, we did, you know, we didn't even debate that because we just didn't know if we could get into a venue to do it. You know, I would have loved to have done it, but I don't think, um, I don't think it would have worked for us. To be perfectly honest, um, I would have done it from the training aspect and whatnot, but I just don't think we've got. I mean, you'd have people watch, it, I guess, but um, as I said, it's more a, it's you know, we. 
people come to our shows are you know every carters in your community and that stuff stuff so it's kind of different when it's just a recording on the, on the internet yeah it's, it's just weighing up like is the risk worth the reward kind of thing uh, at the yeah. end of the day um right so we've got got more CLW questions so we'll go into that because um, there's been two shows and we'll get into the into the the goings on of, of house champion because mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of that's the best the big deal but uh, we do have a couple yeah. questions we've got uh, Daniel Metka and I apologize again for butchering names here um, <laughs> he's got who does Glad actually no I should leave this question I'll leave this question afterwards because it, it kind of draws from house champion so we'll go for Damien Ryan's of course one of the new faces in combat league yep. wrestling He's just asking a simple one. Will Connor Rose be my dad? I mean, if if Damien Ryan's um wants that, then I suppose so. Um he'll uh, he's got some big shoes to fill in house will, so um he can step up to plate then yes, if he wishes I'll I'll be, be his dad. <laughs> I don't know if that makes the bar his mum, then I don't know if he's gonna do that right or not. So we'll have to see where he goes with that. I mean and weirder things have happened. Um, Absolutely, best <laughs> one after all. Exactly. So, combat league returns. Then uh, we came, got the first show in. I'm just going to get the the results in front of me because you know, mm-hmm. a professional would have already had that in front of me. Uh, not yeah, complete professional. Uh, I'm just find it now. This is not awkward at all. Thankfully, you're quite near the top because it's C for combat league. Uh, sure. Results and news. <laughs> I like I like things in alphabetical order. That's that's that keeps me right. So, war games rumble is where we started. Uh, with the return, yeah. so like you're saying, you're you're starting to get um into the zone, a bit more relaxed wrestling, and then pandemic that pandemic hit, and uh, that was over. Uh, but we came back for War Games Rumble, and uh, you got a tag, nice tag team match. God, all these tag team matches now. Um, it was yourself and Glenn Dunbar, House Wolf against House Stag, Albion De, Albion De Quincy, um, which I've seen about four different spellings of, so I don't know which Absolutely. is right at this point. And Taylor Vite, and you won. So it was nice to get back in the ring in front of a crowd again for Combat League. It was fantastic. Um, we'd we'd been back. I think we started training. I can't remember if it was late August or early September. Um, we started actual training again after um, lockdown stuff. That's how long it took us to get access to, you know, hallway rent and stuff like that. Because they were they were being. Being a small community, everyone's super paranoid about stuff like that. Um, you know, you don't have a maternity ward in the hospital here, so you've got an for stuff like that. So you kind of get the idea of where their head was at. Um, so they were very, very cautious. Um, and um, it was just like, okay, we'll try and get us sorted so you can come back in. When should we go? We got in, you know, we'd been you know, six, seven months out, you know, no training. No match experience, no nothing. And to be honest, um, I don't know if I speak for anyone, but you know, I, I didn't keep myself fit during a lockdown. Um, you know, just got lazy, sandwiched telly all day, loads of rubbish. Um, so like I knew I wasn't, I wasn't in a position just to jump back in and deep in and go. I knew I had to build it back up. Uh, I think we all can agree that you know we would just start afresh in the year and see where things went because. You know, each week was different. Uh, you know, one day was good numbers. Next day was the worst numbers I've ever seen. So you just didn't know. We didn't want to organise. You know, we had all that hassle with season tickets and stuff like that when we first got shut down. So um, we just said, we're, 
will just train and you know come back next if, if allowed we'll come back next year so, you know we didn't want to put on you know little crowds and, and shows like that to be honest we weren't in a position to do that um i think if we were all honest with each other i think we were you know we needed that time to get back up and on it you know, we only train well we were only training once a week at a time so you know this speaks volumes itself but um it's not it's not because you know we would like to train more but it's just you know lack of facilities unfortunately um but yeah we we just agreed to come back and generate all a, a fresh you know restart a season if you like um you know it's kind of theme with combat league is is a, a season um your houses will walk them for a, a year and that goes from there and you see what madness unfolds um so yeah it was it was great to get back for a live crowd um um amazingly um sold out a show um we all so we get good numbers constantly but you know um my head was fine. Uh, yeah. Um. The uh, yeah. The so so that crowd was just a a crazy um a crazy aspect to come back to you know, a year out. No shows. No buzz. Nothing. You know, we didn't know how people would be financially to come and come and watch the shows. You know, a lot of people unfortunately lost jobs and stuff due to COVID. Um. So when we came back and we got that kind of reception from from my locals here, it was fantastic. Um, and then, as I say, no better feeling than getting that first win back under your belt back. Um, and as I said, working alongside Glenda Barr was was fantastic once again. And um, Albion's just he's just a, an up and coming guy, well, so he's he's getting and you know, he's getting his uh, work in and he's doing really well. And Taylor's a, an absolute pleasure to work with as well. Um, I think he's highly underrated. Um, I think he's going to go places this next year and a half. So. Um, he's really, really good. That leads on to House Champion, which is the second show uh, of the season, um, which you ended up, you come in, came in as part of the House Champion tournament. So uh, it was the, the old, uh, old Keithness uh, Pro Wrestling Championship that was that was up for grabs. And um, am I right in thinking if you, if you have the title, then you kind of double points uh, for your matches uh, or you gain extra points? If double you points is certainly extra points. Um, it's certainly extra points. I think it's just maybe it is double points. I can't remember. It's definitely extra points anyway. So the idea is that um, whatever team it doesn't matter individual. It's whatever team holds the title um, is, gets the extra points. So it's just that you know you can claw points back if you lose or or whatever. So it's it's just a unique a unique part of it as well. You know, um, it makes the team aspect really important because that's what we tried to drive with was it's yes we're all individuals and we all want to look good and put in a good show but it's the team aspect we tried to really drive home the combat um so yeah it's it just adds an, an extra element to it um yeah, i say it can change hands and points can come and go and whatnot so yeah it was um i was really delighted when they took it back to be honest um it just pays homage to where you know majority of us from up here, you know, we're trained and you know we learn our learn our stuff on. So um, I like it. So we nod back to like, a past if you like. And and you end up you win it. So so you won a one night tournament. Um, yeah. 
I've got the war games results from it, so let's move them away. Uh, so you you beat La Chapman. Of course, that seems apropos with with you guys uh, having such a uh, a long history uh, inside and outside of wrestling. And then mm-hmm. you defeated RJ Cash in the yep. in the final. Who RJ Cash is, seems to be the the big the big bad of the season uh, at the um, moment. Yeah, he seems um, he seems to like like annoying a lot of people. Um, so yeah, he's a He's a he's a great guy. Um, he, he knows exactly how to wild people up and stuff. So he's a, he's a great, great villain to go up against. So um, it's a, it makes my job very easy, very very easy. Did Did you find winning the title the second time then, uh, or well, first time you're a house champion, but the second time you get to hold that belt? Um, you find it there was there was so much different. The first time you were kind of still wet behind the ears a little bit. You were like, why am I getting this and now? Uh, however many years later you've got it and going, yeah, I'm 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 the guy, I'm, I'm the John Cena of 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 uh, combat league. I'm the guy you can keep the company around. Yeah, um, I actually think I enjoyed it more this time round. Um, I had uh, kind of a large section of my family in attendance, which they're not really into wrestling. Um, to get why I do it, and you know they support me. Don't get me wrong. Um, uh, my dad was there, so um, he constantly takes the mickey at me for being a wrestler, as all good dads do. Um, but I, uh, it was just different. Um, like the first show, uh, sorry, second show back, another select crowd, um, and like the night was just, you know, everything went well. You know, it was just, yeah, again, satisfaction of bit hard work and you get your rewards. Um, it's you know I can't express it enough. So you know we've got a lot of new people, um, you know, whilst now uh, training and stuff like that. And I always harp on about you know, bit hard work and you know, pay your dues as such, and and bide your time, and you'll get your you'll get your reward, and you, you'll get your your moment to shine. So um, it's really for me. I, I feel I've um, since we came back from pandemic, I really pushed hard till up my game and um you know just want to be that person people go home and speak about um if i can you know the kids you know everyone say it's easy for you know to get kids excited about wrestling and and all that it's the adults i target i try and go like if they can come up to me and go you know that was really good or you know i really enjoyed that that adds to me i know i've done my job then um they go home happy i go home happy um satisfaction is is there um so that's yeah it was it was a great great experience once again um picking the title up it's um it's something i take very seriously um i like to really push myself and try myself really test myself now to be honest um, and try and do things i've never done um you know things like that it's just simple things that to most people is just common knowledge but you know we've got new rings it's 1.5 frame um you know, we can do stuff because we had a, a venue we work with wrestling's at a low roof. So, literally, I'll tell you that he hates wrestling there because he can't do in his fancy flips, but now he can. So, like, we're doing stuff we've never done before. So, we're giving a crowd something they've never, with with you know, no disrespect to anyone else, you know, they've not they've not seen before. So, um, it's just simple things like that. Um, but yeah, it's it was a it was a special night. There was there was people people in attendance that you know it was. Like they said, you know, that was really good, um, stuff like that. And that's, 
as a reward for me. It's you know, it's nice being cheered in that bit when you, when you hear that. You just know you've done your job. So we're going to get to Daniel's question. So he asked, uh, who does Connor see stepping up to challenge him next in CLW? And has he submitted his application to join the De Quincey section yet? Um, I think, um, so I'll answer the second part first. Um, I think um, I'm like the maestro in basically the De Quincey section if he wants. Um, they started shouting and I was giving it straight back to them. So um, I'm taking partial credit for the De Quincey section. Just going to throw it out here now. Um, in terms of who does he stepping up, um, there's numerous people um, I can see stepping up. Um, De Quincey's won. Um, he's on a bit of a roll just now. Yes, he's been a bit unfortunate with his results as of late. Um, thankful to me in one case, but he could he could be here. Um, he's got a, he's got a bit of crowd behind behind him. So. Um, there's obviously Lad, um, Cash, um, you know, then you've got like Logan, um, Taylor. You know, there's that's it's the joy about combat is that it's there's no we don't see it as an undercard because it's a team thing. Every match means something. So, you know, one one show it could be X person, and you know, then it's someone else. There's such a big dynamic of combat week. So there is. Literally, multiple names that could come out. Um, there could be a surprise, you know. You know, with um, Darren J. Blair, I think I've said his name right now. Um, he came up last time, uh, and he fit slotted in great. Um, he, uh, you know, he put in a really good match, and you know, he could be, you know, he could be next in line. Who knows? Um, but there's plenty, plenty, um, Plenty of people in, in a in a line, I can tell you that much for sure. So t- taking away the team dynamics thing and the points to the point of the whole combat league wrestling season, who is there anyone in Scotland that, that you would love to get up to combat league and, and defend your house championship against or just purely see them wrestle in a in a combat league ring? Um Yeah, there's a there's a couple of people I would like to see come up. Um um, you know, uh, which I think people like, but uh, yeah, there's uh, to be honest, like we have a like we have a really tight net of people to come up. Um, there are a few outside that I'd like to see, um, like Brody being up. She's a new one this year, so she's, like she's you know a breath of fresh air to everything. So um, to be honest, there's a few like I'd like to see. More women up represented in combat league wrestling. Um, Brody is the only one um, at the moment, but I'd like to see a few of them come up. Um, Teddy Angel he's a few times before, um, but like I think that would be a, a good place to start. Um, I, I, to be honest, I'd I'd like to see. Um, we had uh, Dean Ford was up before. I'd like to see him back up. Um, and at the moment, um, well, I, I don't know. If, my shirts for his standpoint is at the moment, but um, I'd love to see him come back up. Um, I'd love another crack at my shirts, to be honest. Um, there's plenty of other names. Um, I'm just trying to think the top of my head. So, um, but yeah, there's a, a, a good few guys we've had up. Even um, Bill Henry, you know, he's he's um, definitely there. So, uh, yeah, again, he's been up before, but 
he's evolved so much. You know, I've I'd love to see what he's he's, uh, he's learned over the last kind of couple of years and and go from there. You know, so yeah, a couple of names I, I, I would say. Um, but as I said, it, the problem is we kind of lock names in for a year, and you know, unless anything over and above happens, so um, it's kind of same names for a year. So um, not you're stuck with them, but you kind of. Um, That's you, you're gonna, guaranteed to see. You're, yeah, it should be guaranteed to at least see these, all these people on the same show yeah. uh, each time, just in different dynamics. Um, yeah. Great. So I mean, fa- I'm trying to to add a fantasy book and kind of thing at the end here. So you get to pick um, your fantasy match. You've got the main event of insert your favorite event here, WrestleMania, All Out, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. You get to pick the last match. You're in it. Opponent, opponents, stipulation. Who would it be? My only kind of caveat is they have to be alive. Okay, right. Okay. Um. So. Um. I'd have to put Rock in. Obviously, I've mentioned him a few times. I just think the guy is incredible. Um. Finn Balor would be another name. Um. I just think he's totally underrated in WWE. Some of his stuff in New Japan and other places was just out of this world. So I would probably go Fatal Four Away. Self, Rock, Finn Balor, and um, do you know what? I'm gonna go for um, I'm gonna go for Adam Cole as the last name I'd probably throw in. Um, just yet again, I think these guys are you know top top guys. They're you know they're where they are for a reason, and you know uh, I really enjoy all the stuff they do. So Fatal Four Way. Uh, both from WrestleMania main event for WWE title. Um, I say it's childhood dream, as any ex WWE fan would say or current WWE fan would say, and they tell you the lies are lying. Um, but yeah, I would I'd probably pick something along that lines from a fantasy book and say just um, I think you'd get great character interactions between. Um, Certainly three of them, maybe maybe not myself, but <laughs> um, I can't have time to work on that, I think. So. Um, but no, uh, it would be definitely something that I would say. Uh, well, I've, I think I've kept you enough for, for an evening, um, so we'll, we'll wrap up there. But where can people find out more about Connor Rose, or if you want to plug Combat League as well, where can people find out more about you? Um, so um, if they want to try and follow me, um, I do have... Um, Facebook page. I do have a Twitter, but I don't really use it to be honest. Um, I think I was lucky to get a hold of you. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to be honest, yeah, I, you were. And then um, I tend to look at things, go, oh, I'll reply to that in a while, um, and then come back to you. So yeah, you had that difficulty, unfortunately. Um, the best, the best place to be honest, if you want to keep up with what what I'm up till in particular, would be through um, Combat League Basins um, Facebook page. Um, it's you know. I said it already that you know we're we're up in our little bubble and you probably won't see me south of Wick or Thurzel at the moment. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't rule it out, but I kind of get the idea that it's it's a long way to go. So um, best place to keep up with me would be through through there. Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me.